Hello and welcome back to the latest Think Business podcast powered by Bank of Ireland. Today we talk to the bank's head of motor sector, Stephen Healy, about how the sector is revving up for a stronger second half as the registration of new cars in July exceeded those of January. But the road ahead is bumpy with older cars holding the residual value, chip shortages delaying new car deliveries and electric car purchases will need to accelerate significantly if the government's ambitious 2030 targets are to be achieved. I'm joined today by Stephen Healy, Head of Motor Sector at Bank of Ireland. Stephen, July was the litmus test. July, the ha- second half of the year, is, is always traditionally a crucial month for the motor sector in Ireland. People looking for those, say, 21, 2, D, number plates, or C, wherever you are in Ireland. Crucial part of the year. Now, the last two years have been anything but typical. How did July 2021 play out for the motor sector? And is the industry locally showing signs of recovery from the pandemic? Hey, John. Uh, thanks for having me back to chat with you today. Um, yeah, for the first time, registrations of new cars in July exceeded those of January of the same year. Um, and, and January and July are peak months in the motor sector. January would represent 29%, typically July 21%. So combined, um, represent those two months represent 50% of the year. So July was particularly strong and following four and a half months of COVID level five restrictions finished ahead 25% year on year. And that's really significant as registrations in the month of July were 7% higher than July 19, which was pre-pandemic. And this highlights a a release of pent-up demand. And I'd see that continuing into into H2, albeit with some supply issues around microchip shortages and COVID-related production delays. Um, So in the first seven months, new passenger car registrations increased 22% year on year. And compared to pre-pandemic levels, the new car sales are running about 14% lower than, than sales in, in 2019. And, and sales of light commercial vehicles are ahead 45% year on year. And compared to 2019, again, pre-pandemic, new van sales are about 9% ahead. So we're definitely seeing some green shoots in, in the sector. And from residual values of used cars rising to delays of new cars due to chip shortages that you mentioned there, would you describe this as a kind of a perfect storm for the motor sector in Ireland? A lot has happened over the last 12 months, John. Um, the, the government firstly overhauled vehicle registration tax in, in the budget last year, and that became effective of uh, as at the 1st of January of this year. So what does that mean? It, le- it led to price increases for consumers for new vehicles in a year where the sector was trying to recover from an unprecedented uh, pandemic, among other factors. So and that, this coincided with Brexit, um, the introduction of those level five COVID restrictions. But the sector was resilient and demand has been strong for new and used cars. Um, the, the impact of Brexit was such that it reduced the volume of privately imported used vehicles to Ireland due to higher taxes and due to higher complexity required to bring those in, but, but mainly due to, to higher taxes. And, and, and if you think back a little bit, the new car market has actually declined for four straight years um, due to Brexit and following the Brexit referendum and a week in sterling, which led to all those uh, used imports coming into the country. So there were there are there have been less trade-ins to motor dealers uh, as a result. So what we're now seeing is an increase in residual values, um, which is essentially higher prices for consumers buying used cars, and consumers buying new cars are benefiting 
to some degree from that lift in residual values, albeit that new car prices have risen due to government increasing taxation on those new cars. And now you factor in delays due to the chip shortages, the COVID-related production delays, so plants aren't operating at full capacity at the moment, and you get a, a picture of the scale of the challenge. So it, it's been a really challenging time for the sector, and, and it, it could, as in the sector could benefit from continued and even improved government supports as we roll into 2022. Very good. And, and in your newsletter, you indicate that the sector would benefit from improved government incentives to increase the affordability of new low-emission vehicles. Do you think the state needs to think outside the box if it wants to achieve its 2030 goals for electric vehicles? Well, that's a tricky one, John. How long, how long have you got for this answer? Um, I'll kick it off and, and start with um, a, a recent report that was issued by the Joint Committee on Environment and Climate Action in, in June on, on reducing transport emissions by 51%. That would have attracted quite a bit of uh, media coverage at the time. Um, and in that report, they recognise that a shift to electric vehicles is not the silver bullet to reduce uh, emissions um, from transport alone. You know, so uh, transport accounts for about twenty percent of all emissions in the Republic of Ireland, and cars account for about half of that, so ten so percent. A modal shift away from the private car is a long way off, in my view. You know, think of how important a car is in rural Ireland as a means of transport. And public transport has a long way to go to, to replace um, to, to, to replace the private car. In our climate action plan, the government actually has a forecast of 840,000 passenger electrically chargeable cars and 60,000 electric vans by the end of the decade. So an electrically chargeable car is a, a fully electric vehicle um, or a battery electric vehicle known as a BEV, or a plug-in hybrid electric vehicle known as a PHEV. Um, so lots of acronyms there, John. But essentially, um, a vehicle that has a battery that can that can propel the vehicle. Manufacturers are making more of these ECVs to meet increasingly strict uh, EU regulations. Uh, so the shift to EV is, is happening. Um, the sector would expect that prices will remain expensive in the midterm, they are starting to reduce as as more and more people adopt them, but they'll be more in line, the prices will be more in line with the combustion engine, probably by the end of the decade. That would be the expectation. Um, and of the 840,000 ECVs forecast in the Climate Action Plan, 550 of those are fully battery electric vehicles. So think of your Tesla, John. And to put that ambition into perspective, uh, about 7% of vehicle sales in the first half this year in Ireland uh, are BEVs, that full battery electric vehicle. And about another 7% are, are uh, in hybrid electric vehicles. And, and that's, that's interesting because the if we, if we want to get to that ambition of, of that many cars or that many fully battery powered cars, I mean, first of all, you need to see a huge increase in take up uh, beyond currently what is the, the current rate. What, what kind of an increase would you need to see to get to that level? And also, how are we comparing with other countries? You know, in, you'd need to, to see about 60% of annual car sales, um, you know, uh, accounting for uh, electric vehicles for, for those targets to be achieved. So, uh, as I said, they're, they're adventurous, John, uh, and very ambitious. Um, 
But I would expect that we will see an acceleration in, in demand as more and more vehicles become available uh, to the marketplace. And we're seeing that this year and we're seeing it across Europe. So our 7% rate in Ireland compares to 8% in the UK, 8% in France, 11% in Germany. So we're not doing too bad by those accounts, you know, until you look at Norway, which is 60%, you know, and now they have very deep pockets, um, you know, ironically. That's all That's all the money we're spending on oil every year, isn't it? <laughs> and there you go. You know, um, and, you know, they, they've funded it through their sovereign wealth fund, essentially. Um, so, so, so our ambition, as in the Climate Action Plan, ambition is adventurous. And the roadmap to get there, John, it's, it's not clear that so the government has incentives in place, financial incentives in place for consumers, but are they enough to your to your original question? Um, the, the Environmental Protection Agency recently stated uh, with regard to um, the 51% a, a, a emissions reduction from transport by 2030, I mentioned earlier, they, they, they quoted, uh, they are quoted as saying that significant new measures will need to be identified and implemented to achieve these targets, you know? So you also have to consider in, in the mix, um, investment is is certainly required in infrastructure and charging stations nationally to give consumers confidence to, to make the move to electric and not just early adopters of new technology. So I'll probably finish with this point, John. I mean, perhaps what could be considered would be an introduction of a scrapper scheme or perhaps, a, you know, a temporary VAT reduction to see how sales of EVs would accelerate if an added push was, was supplied to help consumers and to help the motor sector recover. Because that's, that's a great point to leave it on there, Stephen, because uh, the word accelerate comes to mind. And, and if we want to accelerate those adoption of, of, of electric vehicles, something will need to change because unless people get massive pay rises in between then you know you know the, the conditions you know and also waiting for 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 the for the, the price of new electric cars to come down to more you know traditional levels um you know some, something does need to give and so with that um well isn't that thank you very much for your time that's again as insightful as ever so thanks again stephen healy head of motor sector at bank of ireland